Yeah, I could have got killed. You could have. But, like, what? what's the chances? She would have to pull a gun on me, right? I mean, it would be some denom. No. Some denom? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Fuck that one. Fucking 90s girl band? <laughs> 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 Anyways, yeah, you know what I meant. I didn't. That was so dumb. Is that what you're gonna say? No, I said because you said what are the chances? And I tried to say oh, slim, slim to, to none. none. Oh yeah, another girl band. Not a, you're not a trash bag yet. We're fucking trash bags. We're back. We are back. So, everyone today has been saying, Jacob, it's a good thing you're not driving early in the mornings anymore. Kind of freaking you out because I told everybody to not talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, this kind of ties into... Wait, our- and by the way, your sister said when you're outside late night to have your head on a swivel. Okay, that too. I don't know why, but... So, kind of ties into the last episode. Where we were talking about serial killers. <laughs> we now have one here in Northern California. Mainly Stockton area. Oh, I heard about this. Why did right. You... But it just came out that they've linked two other murders to this guy. One of them being in Oakland. And the reason why they keep telling you about it and telling you to be careful is because um, he's mainly targeting men. And it is happening... Late at night, early morning hours. Now, the thing that doesn't make sense to me is he's tied to five, six murders, right? Mm-hmm. And they said that they released video or a photo of a person of interest. It is the grainiest photo of the guy's silhouette of his back. Mm-hmm. You can't see shit. So they have no idea. However, in Livermore, they have crystal clear surveillance footage of a guy that vandalized their parking garage. And they're blasting this guy's picture everywhere because I want to find out who this guy is that caused $8,000 worth of damage to their parking garage. How is it this serial killer has not been caught on better footage? What? Where's the footage from? I don't know. It looks like, uh, are you talking about the serial killer? Yeah. That guy? It looks like, like a old apartment complex or like. Well, that'll, that'll do it. But you mean to tell me there's nothing you, better? Or like, how did this guy get into this area without being seen on camera? How's he killing people? He's shooting them. Oh, shit. Okay, well. And they said that it seems to be random. Like, there he there's. It's not people he knows. It's not like there's no reason behind it as of right now. They think it's random attacks. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then, you know, women want to be all like, want to be all concerned about it. But in 20 years, you'll watch a fucking Netflix documentary about it. Probably because it will bring us back to this time. Like, remember when? Yeah, but you got like 14 year olds watching Dahmer. Now they know it's a thing. Or maybe this is just PR for Dahmer. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Well, when stuff like this comes out, it does, you know, make you a little concerned about copycats, right? People that are getting ideas and like, oh, 
I could I could do that too. So he's probably a gay man then. This guy, I don't I don't know. Uh, a couple of the people that he killed were homeless, so I don't know if that's a like a factor that's making him decide to go around and do this. Um, one person that he did shoot was a woman, and I believe she survived. She's the only survivor of all of them. Well, this is fucking wonderful. Yeah. See this, but this is why it's important to watch. You know what's things. funny? Yeah. Well, what's funny is last night. I was um, leaving here, and the dog started barking like crazy and went to the front door. Like, while I'm on my way out, he starts doing this. I'm like, well, I can't fucking go out there now. <laughs> like, my thought was, like, maybe it's, like, a skunk or something. that's yeah. Or, like, a cat or something that's at the front door. Yeah. So then I go back into the front, and I was telling your mom, I was like, I can't leave now. The dog just freaked me the fuck out, and I'm too much of a pussy to go out there, and I'm on crutches, so I can't, I'm not fast anyways, but I'm on crutches, so I couldn't get away, I couldn't do a thing to this person if they rolled up on me. So maybe that's why my mom asked me if I have a weapon with me. Well, well, let me finish my story. Okay. Your mom walked me to my truck yesterday. (laughs) Not to my truck, like halfway, she walked me to the edge of the driveway and looked around. (laughs) I got walked to my truck by a 50-year-old, how, how old is she? 50, Eight. 58-year-old woman. I felt so safe in that moment. <laughs> because then at least you guys would know it. She wouldn't do a fucking thing, right? She'd run back inside and call the cops or something. But then at least you guys would know what happened. Well, that's exactly why I always tell somebody, hey, look out the door. Just the other night, I went to my truck to get something, and I told you, hey, Jacob, I'm going to go to my car if I'm not back in five minutes. Just wait longer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But normally, I would have been like, Jacob, stand at the door and listen for me. But I didn't because I felt bad here on crutches. and. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I can't defend anybody. Yeah, but again, it would go back to at least you would know. Yeah, maybe I could do something. That's like the movie we just watched. Oh, yeah. It was called uh, Last Seen Alive, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They're at the gas station. She's there one minute, and then she's gone the next, and everybody's like, oh, I, I didn't see her. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, that movie's kind of dumb. It was a dumb movie, but, you know, I could go out to my car for, you know, to get my gallon of water. And, and in just that go time, missing. Yeah. yeah. There are sickos out there, I guess. Which is why I'm so skeptical and so on of guard people. all the time. Yeah, you wouldn't come out of your house for, oh, I mean, you kind of use COVID as an excuse, but I mean, the, I'm telling you, I think it's just something, I don't know if it's something when you get older or what, but now I'm like, what the, like, dude, I went outside to, I'll go outside to smoke periodically. I went outside at 12 o'clock and I usually, you know, sit down on the porch and smoke. I was like leaned against the door smoking, watching the corner because like, all right, if this light goes on, that means there's something or somebody in the driveway. So I just got to periodically look down. Dude, it was such a pussy last night. <laughs> and I've told you I'm already scared of the dark. So, like, I've been off for, you know, quite some time. So I'm not going to sleep at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock if it's a regular work day. Now I'm going to sleep at, like, 1, 2 yeah. in the morning. So if nobody... People are, if people are outside... Yeah, and then I think, because I see all the, you know, people like ghost encounters or shit like that. I I never happened, but like, I think it's going to happen to me all the time. It might be happening and you don't know. Dude, I've been so, huh? What does that even mean? (laughs) So 
I had read a book one time that was talking about like if you get an anxiety attack out of nowhere for no fucking reason at all, it's usually because spirit is near you. Spirit is like trying to communicate with you. A spirit or a spirit, spirit or spirits or there's something. No, because you said spirit, like yeah. you knew the name, like you named it, spirit. It's easy. I mean, it's easy. Could be a dog's name. Spirit. Yeah. Well. Or a spirit. I mean, there's some shit, man. I just, I just don't like so on edge all the time. I think of my, I live anxiety wise at like a five. Yeah. I can. Like, I feel like I have to be medicated. There are some times where I'm like, I, I should have been like looking back there. Yeah. I probably should have been medicated. Um, but I never, I never did. My thing is like, if you know what your anxiety is triggered from, uh, if you know what your problems are and there's problems that you can manage, if you're going to be medicated, I think you should use that to help you conquer those fears and those anxieties rather than expecting it to be the cure-all. You know what I mean? It's not a Band-Aid. It's not going to fix everything. You kind of got to tackle your shit also, you know. But there are some things that you can't fix and you, you know, have to stay medicated, which is totally fine. That was one of my things, too, is when my anxiety was really bad, um, I would tell my therapist, like, I don't want there to be some stigma around it, around taking medicine to help, because God forbid my children end up getting anxiety. I want them to get all the fucking help they can. And if that means taking medication, then fucking do it, because it's not fun to deal with. And if you feel like you're at your wit's end, you shouldn't be ashamed of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, did you take medication? I did not. See, they. I had this one dude after the that whole episode of me in the hospital for my uh, for the AFib shit, and uh, I went to because you know it was suggested to me that I should probably do therapy, but I went to the wrong guy. It was just one of those guys that'll just like ask you how you're feeling and compare notes to the last week, and then at the end, the, I mean, ask me ten questions at the end, prescribe something to me, and they yeah. wanted to see me in like two weeks. Yeah. What the fuck is this doing? Exactly. So same thing happened with Mario. He had went to the doctor because he was getting alopecia spots. And um, his doctor freaked out. It was almost like as if she's never seen alopecia before. And she's like, oh, my God, you know, you must be extremely stressed out. You must be going through a lot. I need you to talk to a, a therapist. And she does all of this stuff and she prescribes him Prozac. And he's like you, or he was like you, where he had an addictive personality. Like, he liked feeling like a, a high, yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, a happiness, you know, that he liked those things. So when he went completely sober it, for years, like, did nothing, he would always say that, like, that was the clearest his head ever was, and he actually preferred it over everything, whatever. Anyway, so she prescribed him this Prozac and he comes home and he's telling me all of this and me being his wife, I was kind of like, wait a minute. Like, what the fuck did you tell this lady that she thinks <laughs> you're a nutcase? And what, you Prozac's need... for like nutcases? What? Prozac's for like nutcases? No, but uh -oh. like to me at home, what he presents to me is he's totally fine. Like he's always happy, always positive. Oh, like, yeah. What did you say to her that made her think you need therapy and you need Prozac? Like, well, what the fuck happened? He goes, I just showed her my spots. And I was like, yeah, I hate my job <laughs> <laughs> because he worked for a really shitty company at the time. 
And I was like, all right. I mean, if you feel you need the medicine, cool. But you're going to work your shit out like at the same time. Like you're not going to just take the medicine and and think everything's going to magically fix itself. Like if it's work that's bothering you, let's get you another job. Yeah. If there's shit here at home that's bothering you, then let's fix it at the same time. Like let's use this as a crutch until things get better. But, you know... I don't see you needing it. I don't see this being something that you actually need. Um, Because like I said, he was always, always happy in the life of the party, you know? Um, So he actually, he took it very briefly and then he stopped. Um, But for me, I present to my doctor like, hey, I have like raging anxiety and I'm constantly (laughs) thinking I'm going to die. And he refused to prescribe me anything. That's so, up. yeah. Well, would you have taken one regularly? I had gotten to a point where, yeah, I I felt like I needed to take something because I couldn't handle it anymore. I was so in my head. Um, okay, here, we're going we're gonna to really make me sound crazy real quick. Mm, here we go. So, at the time when all of this was going on, um, when my anxiety was at the fucking worst when I finally decided I need to talk to a therapist um I legitimately thought I was going to die something kept telling me like my time's coming and something's wrong with me I went to the I was at the doctor all the time I had so much lab work done so many tests EKGs biopsy I had so much shit done because I was convinced I was going to die and there was nothing you could do to convince me otherwise. Like even when I would get the lab results back where the doctors would say, yeah, you know, everything came back fine. My head would would keep saying, okay, it was fine then, but what about now? That test was last week, but what about this week? And, um, One thing that I didn't really realize at the time was when you are experiencing anxiety, it's not just in your head. It's your entire body. It's your head. It's headaches. It's tension. It's upset stomach. It's racing heart, heart palpitations, shakiness, weak muscles. It's blurry vision. It's feeling like you're not real. That's called dissociation. Um, Who I... Boy, that one will get you. Yeah, it's it makes you so it doesn't help that you're physically experiencing all of this stuff while you think I'm fucking going to die. Right. And um, this all started last June. So not the June that just passed, but the June before. And then, yeah, because I fucking I started therapy on Gavin's birthday, which is June 3rd. The hell okay. of a day to choose to start. Yeah, I I need I needed to take the first appointment, and that was her first appointment. I was like, I fucking need it. Like, I need to talk to somebody because I can't do this on my own anymore. I need help. So Gavin wakes up all excited because it's his birthday. You're like, hey, mommy's got to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, it was actually an evening appointment, and I had to make everybody wait to sing happy birthdays because I was on a call with the therapist. Jesus. Um, and seven months to the day. Mario passed away and now when I look back on it and all the spiritual books I've read and everything that I believe and and know of like my beliefs 
I truly feel like something was trying to tell me that this was going to happen. And like I told my therapist when he died, I was like, you know, this whole time I had been thinking I was going to die. I thought it was going to be me. And I never knew that this is how I would die. I didn't know. I didn't think that this is how my life was going to end. Because the day he died, no, physically I didn't. But everything I knew did. Everything I have planned for did. Um, All your hopes and dreams and expectations and all this stuff. Like all of that just gone. And when you've spent more than half of your life with a person, you're all of a sudden like, wait, who the fuck am I? <laughs> who am I without this person? Um, so I feel like our souls were so connected that something was trying to prepare me. And maybe I need to listen better <laughs> or... I mean, you... I don't know. Listen better? What do you mean? Because if they were trying to get a fucking message to yeah, me... Yeah, well, what was the message? You, th- you thought you were going to die if you were having all these... Uh, this Because one of the... I, I think I told you before. One of the weirdest things that I experienced was um, around Christmas time, maybe? November, December? I was in my room, and I was I was cleaning. I was putting laundry away, and the random thought... You know what? No, I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'll tell you. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm going to find out about it, but. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I decided I'm not going to tell this story. Oh, you've told me this. Yeah. Just because it it goes too far. Um, But you've, I think there, you, I think certain people do have a level of uh, intuition. Like you remember, like you used to be like, oh, when I smell, get weird smells, somebody's going to die. Yeah. Okay. And I wait. Hold on. Time out. Let me finish this thought because okay. I'd spend time with you, and you'd be like, uh, "Do you smell something burning?" I'm like, "Holy shit! I'm gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> I used to ask you like, "If you smelled, you don't remember me like all of you haven't yes, you smelled anything recently?" Because because I, I have the same anxiety that I'm gonna die. And it's the difference between me and you, I guess. I won't even say many. I'll just say me and you. It's like my lungs hurt right now. I have this weird pain in my side, and I'm like, "It'll go away." Yeah. It probably will. It's probably just me having massive anxiety and like, well, not massive anxiety, but having anxiety and like, because I had the same thing. I have the same thing where I think like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. And speaking of dissociate, the, what is it? Dissociation. One night I was hammered and I, I was walking in the back door of my parents' house. I went outside for, to get something out of my car and I um, was walking back into my parents' house to go to sleep. And not even me, it's not even me thinking it. I hit the back, I hit the back door, I open it. And all I can hear, like a voice in my head was, you're not real. And I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? I felt, I swear to God, like the only thing that existed was my skin. Like I was, I was hollow. Dude, I freaked the fuck out. Like I, I've never, I don't know if I've ever told you this, a fear that I have, like I, Get scared sometimes going to sleep. I used to be that way when I was little. Well, I'm not little. Oh. But I mean, there's there's always time to develop a new, <laughs> a new fear. <laughs> <laughs> but so going back to the, the smelling thing. So I clearly believe in signs and all this shit, right? And how this all started was when I was younger, I was watching 
daytime talk television and I want to say it was like Montel Williams he had a psychic on TV and she was like answering questions for people it was Sylvia Brown if anybody recognizes the name what? how do you remember that because it, I'm telling you wait were you were, how young life. were you I was little because our great grandpa was still alive oh yeah I don't remember okay yeah been. See, you remember that from there okay yeah I so is maybe seven I don't remember how old I was when he passed away, but I, I was little, but I wasn't like toddler little. Um, anyways, so I'm watching it and she's taking questions from the audience and, um, oh no, I lie. I'm mixing my stories up. So when our great grandpa was still alive, but he was sick and like, they all knew he was going to die soon. Um, grandma took me over to her sister's house where their dad was. And our aunt was telling grandma, um, yeah, he says that he hears the angels singing to him. And so he knows it's his time because he, he's hearing the angels sing. So that was one of, that was like the very first time I ever heard of anything like that. And I was like, okay, so when you get close to dying, you hear things. Meanwhile, they went in the room and turned the radio off. <laughs> <laughs> so then a few years later, I was watching Montel Williams and Sylvia Brown was always on there. And she's taking a question from this one lady and she's like, you know, I, I bought a car. It's a used car. And every time I get in it, it smells like death, but nobody else could smell it. What's going on? And Sylvia explains to her that, you know, there's many different aspects to being a psychic. Some people are clairvoyant. Some people are clairaudient. Um, and some people, I forget what it's called, but you you smell things. You smell senses and or, yeah, sense, not senses. You smell scents. And um, she's like, that's a gift that you have. And, you know, you need to get in tune with your abilities. Blah, 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 whatever. Hear me out. Or. Or. Car smells like shit. Right. But she said that nobody else smells it. Everybody gets in her car and she would ask, do you smell that? And everyone's like, I don't know. What are you yeah, talking How about? crazy is that woman that was asking that question, though, that she's in a car that smells like death and doesn't think to, like, sell it? Right. So, anyways. Years later, I'm in my room and I hear very faint music playing. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, it was so soft and it sounded like a harp. And I'm like, great, I'm going to die. Like, <sighs> the angels are singing to me. And then I started smelling things and nobody else would be able to smell it. It was cologne. I kept smelling cologne. And there was even one day Shannon came into the kitchen and she... um is talking to me. I'm like, what are you wearing? And she goes, oh, I'm wearing one of Jason's shirts. Isn't it so funny? And I was like, no, I mean like cologne. Like, what did you spray on yourself? She's like, no, I, I didn't spray anything. A few days later, a family friend of ours passed away. I was like, okay, that's weird. Didn't think much of it. And then a couple of years go by, same shit. Cute, like those things kept happening. Like I'd hear things and then I'd smell things and then someone would die. And I would, t I, it got to the point to where I, I was freaking out about it. And I told my mom and nobody believed me until one day I was working at the mall and Eric was there. Your Eric okay, was there. You have to, wait, you worked at the mall that recent? No, no. Well, when I was in high school and I was working at the mall, your brother came walking up and I was like, Eric, I keep smelling BO. I keep smelling it. I, I'm checking myself. It's not me. Do you smell it? And he's like, no, I don't smell it. And I was like, great. That means someone's going to die. 
It just like no, like nonchalantly, like great. That means someone's gonna die. That night, we got a call that someone died. When word got to your family about it, your brother told your mom because now he's freaked the fuck out because I called it. Your mom calls my mom, and then my mom finally believed me. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was. Bro, it, how young was Eric? He, what? He's five years younger than me. Five, six years. You're four years younger. Mm-hmm. So he's six years younger. Yeah. So if I was eighteen, so he was twelve. Where the hell did you work? At one of the fucking kiosks. Did you sell, sell those disc so, things? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I do. You know what? I don't remember. That's the thing. I think I'm gonna have Alzheimer's. Notice I didn't say old timers because yeah. there's no T in there. Yeah. But uh, because I can't remember a fucking thing from like, I don't remember a lot of shit. Start but doing the minute exercises. you said something about working at a kiosk, I was like, oh, she used to sell those disc, disc things. things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because our other Eric set that whole shit up. That's what it was. Yeah. So that, I think because of that experience, um, it's led me to believe like, oh my God, all these spirits are trying to connect. They're all trying to talk to me. You're so popular. I know. And I, I legitimately told my therapist all of this, and she thought I was crazy. She thought I was fucking crazy. Did she tell you that? No, but Can she, they tell you that? No, I don't know. Uh, maybe. But I could tell. And so the Thursday, the week before Mario passed away, my anxiety was really bad. It was extremely bad. But I was proud of myself because there were a few times, like Christmas night when we were all here having dinner, and the following day... I had really bad panic attacks and I just sat there. I sat through it and nobody knew I was having a panic attack. And I told my therapist, like, I'm so proud of myself because I was able to just sit in it. I didn't like need to get ice. I didn't need to go pace around. I, and mainly because I couldn't, I couldn't get up and go do those things. One, because I was at a play and the other, we were all eating Christmas dinner. And so I just sat there and I dealt with it and this call was the Thursday before Mario passed away. So four days before Mario passed away. And I told her, I said, I have this really strong feeling that I'm going to die and I'm going to leave my children without a parent. And when I was in the hospital waiting for them to let me see Mario, she was the first person I called. And she was trying to tell me, oh, everything's going to be fine. You know, he's in the, in the right place. Everything's going to be fine. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not looking very good. And like what the very first doctor told me, he wasn't, he was not gentle about the shit he was telling me. And, um, when he passed away, I text messaged her and she called me. And that's when I told her, I was like, you know, I, I didn't know that this was what I meant. I didn't know that this was how I was going to die. And, um, for a while, our therapy sessions, she was just silent. The whole time because like what do you say to me yeah because mm -hmm. another thing too is when i was going through all of my medical stuff she kept saying you know jessica you're young you're healthy nothing's gonna happen like you've gone to the doctor you've had all these tests you're young you're healthy nothing's gonna happen nothing's wrong and mario was young and he was healthy so that whole piece of what she was selling me on she can't sell me on that anymore yeah do you so, still talk to her by the way no, I haven't done therapy since the beginning of June. Oh, and I okay. haven't done therapy since I started getting my tattoo. <laughs> oh, okay. That's your therapy now. Yeah, that's my therapy now. Um, yeah. So. You're, you're not clairvoyant. 
I'm fucking, I don't know what the fuck I am. You might be one day. I don't want to be. You, how? For, okay. Does it just happen? I don't know. Does it just, you've read enough books. Does it just happen one day? Uh, because how do you not freak the fuck out? So I'm, I'm not clairvoyant. No, right? I know you're not clairvoyant. But I'm but saying it, things. Yeah. Things will happen that will freak you out. And the more it happens, the more you it's start like, to oh, look into it. Like there's Nancy again. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. So here's a question. Oh, but here, I have a question for you. Okay. Remember that question. Okay. Like, okay. You obviously know the liquor store, the, the psychic next to the liquor store. Yes. Do I trust her? Or him. I don't know. Nobody's ever in there, but somehow they've had that place for as long as I can remember. Yeah, I've never been in that. We should. I no, mean, we're not going to go there. I refuse to do anything like that. Why? I'd rather just not know. True. Because it I've had another person close to me went and then like, okay, watch out for X, Y, and Z. And like how they, this is my thing. If you're that person and you know so well what's going to happen, like, hey, don't on May 23rd, don't like, you know, turn right, you know, go like, if you know what's going to happen, you don't get specific details in it. So what I have read is they're not given all of the information. They're given bits and pieces of the information. And there are some things that their guides will not disclose to them because it, it, it is still a matter of like destiny, right? Okay. There's certain things that somebody has to go through in order to learn certain lessons. So there are some things that spirit will not tell the psychic or medium. See, but if, if some, if I went to a psychic and they were like, you know, you got to really pay attention when you're driving, I'd be like, I'm never driving again. Yeah. And that's your free will. That's where your free will will then intervene with fate. What does that even mean? Because you... Does that mean I can, like, wind the clock a little bit? Like, a little <laughs> extra time? Maybe. Or maybe it puts you in the vehicle of a serial killer. Okay, that's, well... That's, you know, an Uber driver. Um, you never know. So, before you're born, your soul and all of the souls that you're connected with, you guys sit around and you basically create a script of what your life is going to be. You create a soul contract... You know what your mission is. My soul was half acid that day. <laughs> so before you even arrive here, your your body, your soul already knows what its mission is and about when your exit date is. But along your path, you are given free will. So like one of the things that um, the medium told me. So she had verified so much shit, shit that I never talked about on Instagram, stuff that you couldn't Google. Um, so like one of the things she she had asked, um, she asked if I was planning on buying Gavin a bike. And I started laughing. I was like, no, but ever since we moved back with my parents, he keeps asking me to go to the apartment and get him his bike. And I keep refusing to because we don't really have the space for it. And she's like, you need to go get him his bike. How would she have known? Like, how would she have known how, like, why would she have just pulled that out of her fucking ass? Or um, a few days before that, me and Gavin, we were sitting in our sitting in the room upstairs and the fan was on and all of a sudden the fan turned off. And we just looked at each other and I was like, did you turn it off? Did it break? Like, what happened? And he got up and he turned the fan back on. He's like, no, it didn't break. And we were confused. 
And the medium said, she goes, uh, Mario keeps showing me a fan in your room. He says that he's going to mess with that fan. And it's going to be something that's very obvious. It's going to be like, oh my God, did you just see that? And she goes, he either did it already or he's about to do it very soon. Mm. How would she have known that? Mm. Right? So one of the things that she did tell me was that when I'm 38 or 39, I'm going to remarry or move in with a love interest. And in my head, I was like, that's bullshit. I'm not doing that. And it's like she read my mind because she was like, no, it's in your soul contract. It's going to happen. And I'm like, that (laughs) sounds really fucking official. (laughs) But like... My free will could be, I'm not dating. I'm never going to date again. And then then that won't happen. She didn't get it right. Maybe it was 83. Yeah, maybe. And they're going to move you into a home. Yeah. And you're going to find. That seems more realistic. (laughs) That's going to be the next time you're intimate. Yeah. Because I'm going to be, I'm not going to have like a good memory. I'm going to. You'll probably be sharp like grandma. Probably. Well, yes, I hope so. If I live to be. In my 80s, I, I hope to be in the same condition as grandma. Just kind of, I mean, you just might bitch a lot. Don't, don't all old people bitch a lot? Anyway, so my question was going to be, in religion, they always, you know, there, there were prophets, right? And the prophets would tell you what was going to happen. But then mm-hmm. they talk about psychics, and they paint them as bad people, like witches, what the fuck is the difference between a psychic and a prophet? I have no idea. Wasn't a prophet like prophesizing like um, something they wanted them to do for God? I mean, I don't know. I, I did grow up in church, but I was barely paying attention. <laughs> Your grandpa would be so proud. <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah. I was nine. I just knew that there was crackers and fucking Welch's grape juice down there. <laughs> And if not, I was sitting up where my grandma was like a fucking DJ up there controlling the volumes. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, okay, I see what psychics, you're. I see what like, maybe because we have an uncle that is extremely, extremely religious and is very anti psychics, anti mediums, anti everything. Because like, they they would like to believe that that then opens you up to like the devil. Right. And all like the negative. All the bad spirits. Yes. Um, to be, well, I don't know. You never know. Yeah. You know, exactly. You don't know. However, whatever is actually, ha- like whatever is happening, whoever, whatever spirit is communicating with these people, they know a lot of shit, which then tells me there is still something, whether that was a good spirit or a bad spirit, because our uncle had said something about like, um, the spirits that communicate with mediums, they are not really your loved ones. Your loved ones, if they're pure, they get they go back to heaven, right? So these spirits that are communicating with these mediums are imposters. They're spirits that know everything and basically, yeah, they're imposters. They're fakes. Okay, cool, whatever. But they were still able to verify information you know what i mean you okay but per, say, like, per his still- logic so the imposter knows everything gone on in your life yeah and they can tell you the shit yeah okay they- and then the real ones went to heaven right okay so but what i'm saying is even if okay say that's the truth say that that's really what happens still 
something no longer in this world was able to convey these messages to someone in this world, which then tells me there is something more to this life than what we fucking see. Okay. I'm not arguing. I wouldn't argue either way. I would just be like, hey, you don't know. This is the problem is you are sitting here and be like, oh, you know, I don't know, but it could be X, Y, and Z. And this guy's like, no, this is actually what it is. Yeah. But imagine that day for him, you know, one day he's going to die. Right. Like us all. Yeah. Well, you guys might. I don't know that I'm going to. Okay. What if he's wrong? Yeah. Like imagine, like, especially like an atheist, like you die and they're like, sorry, bud, you're not allowed in here. Like (laughs) I spent all that time. Yeah. I guess that's where you just have to. That's the whole thing. It's just have faith, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody says. Have faith. There's no harm in having faith. You know what the harm is? What? Fucking trying to sp- spread it on other people. Well, okay. Like yes. Like being a fucking vegan. <laughs> everybody should be able to make their own decisions and not have people fucking harping on them. Exactly. I shouldn't know what you do within the walls of your own home. Says Unless I ask. Talk about sex. Huh? I, I said, says the person like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, here we are having a podcast. This ain't got to listen. Our entire life. No, the, nobody has to listen. Okay. I'm true. just doing this for, you know, I'm I, dude, my sick mind. I, I think the same way you do. I'm like, at least when I pass away before everybody, they can go back and listen to things I said. <laughs> Not that I want everybody I love listening to yeah. this, but I mean, that's, I mean, but I'm, like you said, you aired your grievances out last week with me. I'm just closed minded. You're not closed minded, but I feel like when certain topics or when we're on here, I feel like you feel you need to really hold your ground and like not give in, but secretly you're like, yeah, you know what? She's actually right. Like What? I don't know. Yeah, well, you can, just, you get back to me with I'm that. I'm just saying, like, there's sometimes you hold so strong on your opinion, and I know damn well. Oh, you mean when I talk about, like, women and shit? Yeah. Yeah, that, you're it, probably right in that. Like, like, I said that thing, like, women with fake eyelashes. Like, I don't want a woman that has these big old butterflies on her face. Yeah. But, like, if they're professionally done it and I can't fucking tell, then so be it. Yeah. I get it. But I mean, I'm still going to have a strong opinion in that moment about it because I'm talking about the extremes. That's why I I just talk about extremes. These women walk around with clown makeup and shit. They don't look the same without makeup on. Yeah. Just be, you know. What are they called? Shape shifters? I've never called them that. (laughs) I'll call them that now. I see a couple of you bitches on Instagram shape shifting. And then you have the fucking balls to do a tutorial on it. Like we didn't see you. Like we didn't just see you for the first time before you put makeup on. I do have to say, though, I'm going to say it here. We see somebody out in public where I was like, I've been bragging about that for quite some time. And I don't know that I should be bragging about it. Yeah. I'm glad you saw that. I'm glad I did, too, because when I was, you know, fully like into that person. I was like, this is the best looking woman I've ever seen. And I kept telling you, mm, she's not. <laughs> and I, her body's crazy, but you're right. But I, also her body has been worked on manipulated. by medical professionals. Yeah, I know. Not saying that there's anything wrong with There's nothing wrong, wrong with, that. with that at all. As long as I can touch it, it's real. <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel. But I will like tell. I PSA for all the fake boobs. Don't feel like real boobs. I've never felt fake boobs. Felt quite a few of them now. I've never. I've never. I don't know if I've boobs. the ones I've I've dealt with are just like you know the old technology. Like I'm fucking around playing with a Game Boy. And all these other women got like PS5s. I don't know what's going on out there now. I can tell you I felt at four to five of them. What was the most recent? Oh, well, but man. then again, I guess it also depends on how long ago they got their boob job done. No, I don't know when they got their boob jobs yeah. done. Yeah, I've never felt them. I don't know what they feel like. I'll but put it to you this way. You can tell when you're touching them if... I can feel how much boob you had before. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Huh. It's, you know. So that's kind of like. At least my, in my experience. I'm not saying that's everybody. That's But that's like, why like when I see girls with big fake tits, I'm like, hell yeah, dude. But so, I know what they feel like. And I'm like, eh. So I'm going to give you a little comparison that you're going to kind of get grossed out about maybe. Mm, okay. So there are some heavy set women huge cans that when they get pregnant all the f- their fat goes to like the bottom of their belly mm. so it's like their belly is hard because that's where the baby is but then all the fat is at the bottom so it's kind of no that's not like that's not no, no, no because no. you could feel where the fat is oh that's weird yeah i'm not getting anybody pregnant <laughs> not all women. not anybody not i'm attracted to but... that is uh, no, it didn't feel like that. No, I'm not saying that when they take it off, they got up, you know, these nice tits up here, and then there's like <laughs> blue skin down below. Not it's blue not what skin. it is. No, it's just softer. No, you just fuck, you know, you there. It doesn't feel like a real boob. Like, it, it's call it what it is. Well, you know what? We'll find somebody with fake boobs. And My sister go, has them. Well, but ask I don't her to fill them. I don't want to touch hers. Oh, for fuck's sakes. You two women, you guys look at each other's pussies when you guys get dressed. No, we don't. I've Dude, never, you guys are. I've never you guys gotten naked in front of my sister. Okay, well, for normal, most normal women get naked in front of other women. I've never like. Gotten, I've never gotten naked in. No, I got naked in front of a photographer, and I got naked in front of Stephen. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'm not. So maybe you're a rarity then, but they're like, girls are like, oh, we're going to go to the bathroom and they all go change together. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, what do like we do? That. What guy? You'll never guy, We're all going to go get changed. We're going to get oh, everybody's <laughs> dicks out in the bathroom. <laughs> never going to happen. See all those shower scenes and TV shows and the movies. Oh, oh, no, those like football teams and shit. Yeah. Like, first, first of all, like one of the biggest things that those do happen for like sporting teams and shit, but not like at the high school level. Actually, I don't know. I played high school football for one year, but I knew what my dick liked, so I was not getting in that shower. It's <laughs> uh, so awkward. I don't. I never experienced it. I just got in my parents' fucking car, smelling like shit. Uh, not like shit. I smell like. Never mind. Anyways, yeah, that would be very awkward to shower with a bunch of men. It's extremely awkward. I had a very good fucking point I was gonna make, but I don't remember it now. <laughs> the Alzheimer's kicking in. The Alzheimer's. See, you say Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Whatever the fuck. But you know what? I, uh, shout out to my shout out to Burnett. He tagged or tagged me in a post that people who abstain from alcohol. Oh yeah, I saw that. Joe Rogan posted that. Oh yeah, our Lord and Savior apparently. <laughs> uh, 
What is it? Those who abstain from alcohol have a higher increase of getting Alzheimer's? Yep. So guess what? But... But you, you forget everything that's happening at the time. That's why. You got more memory for the back end. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going on to... You're putting it into reserve. Yeah. It's, put in... Dude, I got a whole bunch of memory in for my 80s. <laughs> I got... I don't remember... I do wonder if, like, drinking a lot... Because, like, that's what they say is, like, drinking isn't... Um, it doesn't... It doesn't affect your ability to remember. Like, when you black out... Oh, no. You don't actually black out. You just lose the because of the alcohol you lose the ability to remember what happened if that makes any fucking sense that's why it's like you're actually there but you just can't remember second to second being there yeah that's scary oh yeah dude i fucking i've time traveled a lot yeah you're just like going out you're at the bar drinking you're getting a drink you're kind of too fucked up you know be like fuck it what's one more gonna do and then you're on a couch in an apartment you don't know yeah, I've I had I have one blackout story where I'm not gonna share it here. <laughs> I'll okay, tell you afterwards. Well. But I remember like coming to and being like, What the fuck just happened? <laughs> See, that's what's crazy is like some people will fade in and out, which is crazy to me. Like I usually just wake up in my own bed and I'm like I can't wait to hear this fucking story. <laughs> yeah. I, but see the, the other thing with that is when you're because also when you black out inevitably you're going to be hung over the next day. Yeah. Those two go hand in hand, right? Yeah. So then you're like, what the fuck did I do last night? Most of the times people are like, nah, you just fucking fell asleep. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's all I did. But sometimes you hear some real fucked up stories. In my story, the person that was with me was also, they also blacked out. So... I mean, maybe it's a good thing that neither of us <laughs> knows what happened. Or maybe it's a bad thing that neither of oh, us knows yeah. what happened. See, that's the thing. It was it was bad. Um, Dude, I have woke up and been like, in my own bed and been like, I had, I'm pretty sure I had sex last night. <laughs> so, and then here's the thing. I was raped. Because I couldn't consent. Technically, right? Yep. If you bitches are out here pulling it, I'm going to pull it. Somebody, I don't remember who it was, but they raped me. <laughs> Someone raped me. That's what, you know, that's what scares me a lot with having a son. Well, oh, yeah. That there's a lot of, like, her word is. Well, that's, I think it's all going to, like, it's slowly going to, because, like, what happens is it's, like, there was nothing, you know, women couldn't say anything. Then it went to the extreme of, like, you have to believe all women, which we both know. Yeah, you don't believe all anybody. You don't believe all anybody. It'll probably be somewhere in the middle. You can't just go around telling people you got raped. Can you? No. They got kids now. But if you wear a condom, I guess you're good, huh? There's also cameras everywhere. Well, there's okay. Well, my thing is, is you have shady bitches that will regret the fact that she slept with you or she slept with you thinking you were going to fall in love with her and you didn't. And so now she's angry. And so they then report, Oh, he raped me. And Oh, then I got it. Those females scare me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I got to say at least half of the women I had sex with regret having sex with me, (laughs) but they can't just say I raped them. Yeah. I mean, uh, ethically, huh? Well, they can do whatever they want, but like, that's the thing is like, that's, if you feel bad the day after, like, like he coerced me into it. Yeah. It's like, 
Yeah, that's part of the chase. I got to talk you into it. Isn't that how it happens most of the time? Yeah, you have to be <laughs> talked into it. It's not like you're like, hey, in a bar, I want to suck dick tonight. <laughs> I think I've said that on this before. But like that, it's happened to me one, that's happened to me one time in a bar. Really? Looked at this chick from across the room, big old sloppy tits hanging out. She wasn't the best looking woman in the bar by any means. But you let her do it. Hold on. Let me finish my story. <laughs> uh, she came over to me and she goes, I've been offered sex at least twice tonight. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. She's like, but it's with women. I was like, okay. She goes, I need dick. I was like, well, you're in luck because I got one of those. <laughs> but I didn't want to like be seen with, I didn't, not that I didn't want to be seen with her, but I didn't want to hang out with her. And I was like, I just got here. Like, I'm going to, I said, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to put my hand up in there. Oh, I remember this story. Yeah. I said, we're going to, we're, we're going to leave. And I was like, do you have your own car? And she's like, yeah. About hour and a half goes by. And I, I mean, the thought of this now is fucking hilarious to me because this bitch was probably looking over at me periodically to see if I was going <laughs> to put my hand up in the air. So finally I was like, fuck it. I'm out of here. Like I got that waiting for me. Nobody else. But part of it was I had just got there. Yeah. And like there was a number of women there. So I was going to take the first one. <laughs> I wanted to see, if, but nobody else came up and talked to me, which is, you know, whatever. I didn't talk to anybody else that night. So I eventually just put my hand up in the air and I fucking walked out of the bar, waited for her outside, got in her car. She had a nicer car than me. I was like, oh, that's pretty. Drove me home or drove me to her house. You're so I trusting. Don't know how, huh? You're so trusting. Yeah, I could have got killed. You could have. But like, what? what's the chances? She would have to pull a gun on me, right? I mean, it would be some to numb. numb. Some to numb? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Fuck that one. Fucking 90s girl band? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you know what I meant. I didn't. That was so dumb. Is that what you're going to say? No, he said, because he said, what are the chances? And I tried to say, oh, slim to none. none. Oh, yeah. Another girl band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, even if she had a gun, like, you can't convince me that I couldn't. She was a bigger girl, though, so I can't. But then I, then I found her, then she popped up as people I know, I may know um, on Inst, on Facebook. Don't know why I still have one of those. She's like married to an inmate. I'm like, well. She, she was just trying to get it for the night. It didn't make sense why she had this bit. This house she had was her house, she said. I wasn't really paying attention, though. So she could have killed you. She could have, yeah. Well, you, she, she could have that dude. I mean, he took, she took a picture with him, and he's at least six inches taller than me and kind of jacked. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, well, I mean, she does live somewhere. In, so, know, question. Close. Is that part of the, like... If a girl approaches you when you're at a club or at a bar, is that part of the appeal to you? Does that make you want to talk to her? Or do you feel like, oh, you're a whore, you do this all the time? I mean, it's both. Definitely, it's like 50-50. Like, first of all, let's get one thing straight. Probably not going to meet my wife in the club. Okay. I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it has happened. Yeah. Right? But if I have a, if a chick comes up to me or I go up to a chick and we start talking, I'm like... I'm going to try, like, I'm obviously going to try to have sex tonight. But if not, that's fine. If you come up to me, I'm like, oh, okay, this 100% is happening. So I may for a while be like, I'm not going to call you a whore to your face, right? But when I tell the story back, it might be how I describe you. So what if a girl comes up to you and you're at a club and she talks to you 
and you guys exchange numbers, whatever, but you don't have sex. But like we night. just hang out all night, have a good time. Yeah. Then I'm probably going to be fucking like, dude, I'm in love. <laughs> if she's, yeah, I'll probably be like, I'm in love. I, how many times have I told you I'm in love? A lot. Yeah, how many times have I been in love? No, never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I can't say that it I've shows. never been in love, but well, maybe I haven't. Who knows? Uh, I don't think you have. I don't think you've ever. Oh, because had I did tell. Love. I told Eric one day. I was like, "Dude, look at all the ass in this gym." I was like, "This is why I don't understand how anybody marries anybody." He goes, "That's because you've never loved anybody," and I was like, "All right, you might be right." Yeah, when you when but you I've find also- that right person and you're really in love, no, you don't have eyes for it's. It's like magic. It's like a veil gets put over your eyes. Okay. Seriously. Maybe. To the point to where you're not going to, you might look at someone and be like, oh, they're attractive. But the thought of, oh, my God, I'd fuck them. That doesn't really cross your mind. Mm. Because one thing that you have to learn. So then why are 80 percent of people cheating? Because those people are still selfish. Also, that's a stat that I made up. Also, okay, that maybe. So I saw a fucking video. I think it was of Drake where he's talking about he loves his space he loves his routine he loves this and for him to like give that up for someone it has to be a really special person whatever yeah to me you're still that's saying you're not ready for a relationship because hold on because you cannot be so selfish and so stuck in your ways and expect to have a healthy relationship okay and i hear you and this is the problem you made in your argument you picked drake because that he was also the most has video $500 million in access to any woman in the world. Right. And I'll tell you this right now. If I was Drake, I'd feel the exact same way. But a lot of men feel that way. No. Because it's men that I keep seeing oh. reposting this shit. Yeah, well, of course, because all you fucking, not all you, I'm sorry, I don't mean single you out. All these bitches are like, I'm an independent bitch. I can get it on my, I'll chase the bag on my own. What bag? You work at the school district. Shut up. <laughs> But what I'm like, saying, so men and women both, you're in this generation where everybody is so selfish. Oh, yeah, it's fucked. They're extremely selfish, and being selfish does not work in having a healthy relationship because it's all about compromise. Yeah, absolutely. It's give and take. And it, I don't know, it, it just, you guys all seem fucking hopeless. <laughs> oh, that's great. You never told me that to my face. And that's why, you know, me dating at 83 sounds more realistic mm, yeah. because... I'm not going to put up with people's bullshit. I'm not going to waste my time. You're not going to waste my time. I'd rather, I would rather protect my peace and be by myself. Um, so what Drake said. So. You're saying what Drake just said. No, because if I, I know right now I'm, I don't want a relationship. Yeah. But if same. I was openly, you know, I want a relationship. Why don't I have a boyfriend? I want to, like, if I was in that position, but I was still so stuck on, oh, but me, 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 and what I want and what I like. No, you have to adjust. You have to be willing to make the adjustments. Um, because you can't be so set... Being in a relationship is building a life together. And you cannot build a life together if both of you are refusing to give up the lives you have. Yeah, I know. I had one of those relationships. So, how did we get on this topic? You brought up fucking Drake. 
there was another. Po- I had another point I was gonna make. Well, I'm not here. I don't know what it. Is. I don't know what it was. I don't know why what you're wearing. You remind me of a rug rat. <laughs> I'm wearing a no, no, no. But it was. It, I couldn't see. Hoodie. I couldn't see it. It was the way your hair was too. You looked like. Uh, what's that? Maybe it was Chucky. The way your hair looks. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, yeah, I don't, yeah, who gives a shit? Oh, so, um, I read a thing today, because we we keep talking about, like, speed dating and dating apps. Not gonna happen. Bumble is doing a test out in the UK where they're doing speed dating. And I don't know why they're calling it speed dating, because it sounds more like blind dating more than anything. But before you match... So you, they'll set up like a certain day at a certain time, you get on the app and you could start messaging people. And from what I understood from what I read, if I read it correctly, is you don't see the person's profile and you don't see their pictures. But if you like the conversation, then at the end, then you guys can match. Yeah. First, first message I send, send a picture. <laughs> You're not allowed to. They create oh, rules. That's and things. so you fucking. Can't, yeah, but then okay, but appearance. that's what I don't understand about the the speed or that shit. Like I get it. Like you know, looks draw you in personality, but keep. Yeah, we get it. But I'm not gonna be there with like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call anybody ugly, but you know, somebody that's not attractive to you. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't find you attractive. Yeah. Not because you're not attractive just you're not my type right i don't know if i have a type at this point but easy <laughs> i was gonna say warm so that's better than what i was gonna say um yeah it just doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me that sounds like a nightmare yeah unless so. they're like you can film it then i'll be like let's do it yeah so i don't know why they call it speed dating because it doesn't it sounds more like blind dating but that's what they're attempting to do i would never blind date either without seeing a picture i would not blind the only way i would maybe blind date is if i was really good friends with the person that was setting it up because i would know that they have my best interest at heart my brother would have to be the one setting me up that's the only person that i can allow to like set me up on a blind date but even then, I don't think I could trust him. He'd be like. To fuck with you. Yeah, he could. Because I would totally. I mean, if he was single, he's, he's obviously engaged. But I would 100%. Like, he's single. I'd be like, yo, I know this chick. She doesn't have an Instagram. I don't have any picture of her. And just some, like, big chick. <laughs> That's like what Joey did to Phoebe on Friends. No, oh, I don't know that episode. He randomly picked some dude off the street and was like, oh, yeah, this is my really good friend, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, now And then they ended up getting married. Oh, see, it worked out. It was Paul Rudd, by the way. Yeah, I know. But his name was Mike on the show. Uh, I know he didn't go by Paul Rudd in the show. <laughs> I'm just saying the actor's name is Paul Rudd. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm just going to make it clear because you made it sound no, like you were no, correcting no. me. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, that whole bullshit of... Um, speed dating. Are you going to Steven's party? Well, this doesn't have to be talked about on here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's something that we have to talk about <laughs> off of this. You're getting too comfortable with these goddamn things being on. Cause that's a me and you conversation. Well, we already know what you're, you already told him that if something better pops up, you want to go. Yeah, I know. It. I was just fucking with him. But, but but I did tell him I said you know who knows about Jacob because ever since he got this fucking injury he's been a 
fucking sourpuss stick in the mud. I can't fucking walk. What do you want me to... No, like, I, know. I thought I... that when I got this walking boot on, I was going to be able to, like... I was going to be able to walk. I mean, this false fucking advertisement. I still have the crutches because they have, like, five, four inches of spacers in these fucking things. So now, I took one out Monday. I take one out next Monday. I won't be... They say after the next one I take out, I'll be able to walk. I don't see how the fuck I'm going to be able to. Does your foot feel like it's just hanging? My foot, I swear to God, I've thought I had a blood clot every, every night. Is your foot still swollen? It's like, yeah, sometimes. But now when I have this thing off, like right now my, my ankle is like hot. So like every night before I go to sleep, I'm like, like, oh, I have a blood clot. That's cool. Have you called the doctor? Nope. You probably should. It's not swollen, swollen. It's just kind of like. I haven't walked on it in a month and a half. So like naturally. And now I just took it out. So it was swollen when I first started walking on it. And then it went down and I took out another one. It started to swell up again. Like all the swellings right around where the injury happened. Which is fine. I have a wedding in November. Hopefully you can walk. I almost want to tell him, take me out of the wedding. What are you going to do if you still have it? That's what I'm saying. I already told him like, how, how great of an excuse is this for me? Like, when I'm sober, I don't really want to dance, right? It's only when I get kind of fucked up I want to start dancing, right? I have a chick wants to dance, but like, I tore my Achilles a month and a half ago. I'm sidelined, okay? I can't. I can't, I can't walk, or walk. I can't run, jump, kick, or hike. Well, we know you aren't, you're not hiking. No, you're not going to hike, but all the other three sounds like my dance moves. <laughs> so, sorry about it. Can't dance. That sucks. So, yeah. So, but I it's mean, also, I mean, good thing it's going to be winter. Everybody's going to be inside, not. I I'm off of work for three more months, and that is like, the days are getting so monotonous. I'm going to start going stir crazy here. That's why I can't wait until I take the next spacer out because I think I'm going to be able to go to the gym, and everybody loves sympathy pussy, right? Says <laughs> so the guy that was complaining a lot about. What? No girl's going to... Uh, actually, I feel like you've had more sex now. That's not true. That's not true at all. Well... No, I'm not going to hear him. No, I'm not going to say that. No, I have not. But it hasn't slowed down as much as I thought You're it would. You're having enough for the both of us. Okay, but that sounds bad. Not, it was not as much <laughs> as I would like for it to be, right? But I've since I've had... The cast on six. Okay, let's put it this way. I've had the cast on. I had the cast on for five weeks. Four and a half weeks. And I've had this on for two weeks. Okay. That's total of seven, seven weeks. weeks. I've had sex once a week. Minimum. But there's, I probably went a week without it. Oh, no, one week I did go. Three. See, so it makes up for it. Shout out to you because you all listen. So, they, uh, so every single one listens to this podcast? I don't know about, like, consistently, but, I mean... Maybe they're they hoping ha- that you, like, shout them out one time. No, don't ever say any names. No, I'm not going to say any names. I'll say past names that I know don't listen. No, we're not even going to say that. Why? Because... You don't want to get people... You don't want people to press charges? Defamation? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, that, I don't want them coming back. I'm not back. about ruining people's lives. 
I'll talk about my my personal shit. The first names isn't going to ruin anybody's lives. But if the people that you're talking about have people that know about you guys and know the situation and they listen and, you know, people, it's a small fucking world. That's true. Well, it's not that small. I don't like when people say that. You know why it's a small world? Why? Because you don't go outside of your little bubble you've created for yourself. I barely leave my house. That's what I'm saying. You barely leave this room. Yeah. If there was a bathroom in this room. I'd never leave. Twice a day to eat. That's it. Yeah, there's no reason Dude, for me to leave my room. No, honest to God, you could legitimate. If that was a working side gate, would never have to go into that house. Well, if, if you if you had a bathroom. You just walk out the gate, go pick up your coffee from the porch. Yep. Lord knows you can't. You don't go pick up your coffee. <laughs> You'd rather pay $15. Hey, so it's gone to the point where like I don't. Even it's not that I don't like going to the store. It's just like I have other things I'd rather do. Like, I don't. I don't want to go. It's. I don't even want to go to Target. I wish. That's okay. First of all, we need to talk about that because that was your addiction. <laughs> I wish I could walk to go to Starbucks every day. Hey, mommy, you on your way home? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna order my coffee now. Because drive throughs all of a sudden, Jacob gets an injury. Drive throughs magically shut down. Around here. Really? Yeah. The one on, uh, what do you call it? Up there by my work? Uh, Huntwood? The one, wrong, no, there's not a drive. By the no, Pepsi, by the Pepsi, it, Hesperian. Industri- yeah, Hesperian. By Costco, there right yeah. there. Yeah, that yeah. one, all of a sudden, they decided, uh, oh, look, our driveway doesn't work anymore. Hmm. <laughs> and that's the one closest to me. So I've drove there twice, and I'm like, well, I'm already halfway. I'm going to Dyer. And Dyer's closed, too? No, they're open. But that's always, like, 42 cars long. Yeah. Because they're the only one. Exactly. Either ways, anyways, you not going to Target is breathtaking. I know. I've saved a lot of money. <laughs> but you've also been paying $20 for coffee every day. I don't... Today's the first day that I bought a coffee. And the fuckers, I ordered two, and they only brought me one. And they would only refund me $3. Why? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What doesn't make any sense is if you order... Why is the coffee... Why does the coffee cost more? You know, it's hidden fees. No. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. But... Yeah, but then it's not more... I'm tired of people saying it's more convenient then. It's only convenient in the fact that if you don't want to get dressed and actually drive, it's easier to have the shit brought to you. Expensive. You pay a convenience fee. That's what Mario would call it. That's what it is. Yeah, it is a convenience fee, essentially. Yeah, essentially. But like for him, anything that you pay extra for to have things... Easy. Everything is like. Is that why we pay more for everything here in California? Yeah, it's convenience. We live in a nice area. <laughs> no. I don't know. People are getting killed every day out here. Apparently, serial. Yeah. I can't say that word. Serial. Serial. Oh, I fucked it up twice, and I haven't drank in two days. Serial killers. Boom. There it is. How to say it slow enough? But I'm having a hot flash right now. <laughs> <laughs> We need to end this. That's one way to end it. Yeah. All right. Peace.